0: Kind of the kickoff now of a brand new series that, uh, we're gonna be embarking on, uh, for the new year. And it's really important that everyone that is here take heed to it. Those of you that are watching online, let other people know about it. These are messages that you're going to want to listen to because it's gonna help you in 2024. The thing that I have in my spirit, the word that I have in my heart, and the name of this series is called Forward. Everyone say Forward. Forward. So we know this for sure, that it is without a doubt the will of God for us to move forward and to experience great progress this year. Amen. So Father, we thank you so much for the word of the Lord And we thank you, Father, for the utterance and for the unction to minister it to these, your precious ones. Thank you, Father, for divine impartations and grace deposits. As we all purpose in our heart that we'll never, ever be the same again in 2024. We will be changed and we will go from glory to glory. We shall go from strength to strength. We shall go from faith to faith. And we praise you ahead of time, for it's in Jesus' name that we agree, and everyone said amen. amen. Now, to move forward and to experience great progress in 24, there are some things that are going to be required of us. There are some very vital things of utmost importance that you and I do to position ourselves to progress, to position ourselves. To move forward. And it's nothing that is mystique or mysterious, it's the basics. How many of you know that it's so vital that we stay with the basics, the ABCs of the principles of God's Word? Stay with the basics. You know, when I grew up, I played a lot of basketball. Uh, I started playing in second grade. I got so excited about my first CYO game back there in Minneapolis. It was on a Saturday morning. I was so excited about it that I slept in my uniform on Friday night. (laughs) And so we were kind of trained and we were developed in the basics. All of our coaches from grade school right on through high school to the first year of college, we were drilled and we were trained on the basics. If we had a bad game and we got beat badly, the coach would bring us right back to the basics, to those basic drills. And I think spiritually speaking, it's so vital that we never ever leave the basics, that we stay in tune and we stay uh, in step with the things we have learned. The scripture talks about continuing in the word and continuing in the things that we have learned. How many of you have learned some things (coughs) Over the years. Amen. So it's nothing mysterious and it's nothing that's difficult to do. But it's very vital that you and I stay in faith. And secondly, that we stay focused on his promises. And that we not allow anything of this world to distract us. And there are some major distractions coming in 2024. There's the cares of this life. There's the lusts of other things. There are those things that enter in, the deceitfulness of riches, that enter in and choke the word. And those are things that we all deal with in our personal lives. But then you look at the nation and you look at all that's coming up in 2024. I submit to you today that you may need to turn your television off. And stop listening to the talking heads and start listening to the head. And who is the head? The head is the Lord Jesus Christ. And it is His Word. So don't allow things to distract you. One of our points in this series is going to be, we must stay focused. Amen. So what I've done is I've taken the word forward, and I've gleaned a principle from every letter. And so this morning we're going to look at the first letter. To move forward, to experience progress, we must get in and stay in faith. That's two different things. Getting in faith, number one comes by, somebody said, well, how do I get in faith? Well, get in the word. Get in the word. Now, why is that? Because we know this, that according to Romans ten seventeen, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, or hearing by the word of the Christ. This word is anointed. And this word is God speaking to you. You can glean so much from God's word. So if you haven't been in faith, and you don't know that much about faith, get in. Get in the Word. And faith will come. And once faith comes, begin then to apply this Word to your heart and to your life. By believing it, and speaking it, and declaring it. So that's the way you get in faith. Now how do you stay in faith? Well, you stay in faith simply by staying in the Word. Staying in the word of God. Amen. Jesus said this. If you live in me. And my words live in you. You shall ask what you will. And it shall be done unto you. This living word. (laughs) Hallelujah. This word is not dead. God is not dead. He is alive. And his word is alive. And his word is full of life. And so the living word wants his living word to live in you. Woo, Glory to God. You see, God's word will do you no good as long as it stays on the pages of the Bible. We've got to get the word from the pages of the Bible into our heart and believe it and live it and act on it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say of me, this living word is designed to live in me. Mm -mm -mm. And when God's word lives in you, it becomes life to those that find them. And it becomes health. And it becomes strength. And it becomes wisdom. And it becomes righteousness. And it becomes encouragement to each and every one that find them and live in them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It becomes great grace. It becomes great peace that is multiplied into your life. Through the knowledge of God's word. So stay in the word. And the word will stay in you. Live in the word. And the living word will change you. The living word will direct you. The living word will cause you always to triumph. Praise the Lord. Amen. So to move forward then. Get in and stay in the word. Now I want us to look out of scripture this morning over in the book of hebrews hebrews the 10th chapter and i want you to notice with me in verse 38 hebrews 10 and verse 38 notice with me what it says here in the king james version it says now the just or those that have been made righteous or justified now the just that's you that's me Shall live by faith. This living word is intended us for for us to live by it. So the just shall live by faith. Now notice this next phrase. But if any man draw back, drawing back is not moving forward. Drawing back is the opposite of progress. Drawing back is moving backward and not forward. But if you don't want to draw back in 24. But if any man draw back, notice this, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. We don't want that to be the case in our life. As I said, drawing back is not moving forward. Now, the last part of the amplified version says that you don't need to pull it up. Where it says, if any man draw back, the Amplified says this if any man shrinks back or draws back in fear, fear will keep you from moving forward, fear will shrink you, fear will cause you not to progress. In 24, fear holds people back from moving forward. And fear is not our friend. I'm going to say that again fear is not your friend, fear is your enemy. That's why the scripture says, Fear not, for I am with you, be not dismayed, for I am your God. I'll help you. I'll strengthen you. I will harden you to difficulties. I'll uphold you with my righteous right hand. So fear not. There is nothing to fear. Amen. Now, fear manifests itself in different ways. There is the fear of change. There is the Fear of change. You know, when God initiates change in our lives, we need to be bold enough and trust him enough to enable us to go through that season of change. Because God never initiates change unless it's for your benefit. And change is not always comfortable, is it? But we must not resist change. Change. we must resist the fear of change. And you can speak to that in your life. Amen. Amen. How many of you want to change what God wants you to change? Another fear that many times people face is the fear of not being able to do the job that they've been given. You know, God wants to promote his people. And sometimes promotion means a change in your employment. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean a change in the place you're employed, but he may want to move you up, if you will, in your job and give you something new to do. How many of you are open for something new to do? Amen. And we must be open to that. Because the fear of not being able to do the job keeps people on a lower rung of life, if you will, when God is trying to promote you. So we do not want to fear new responsibility. We want to embrace change and embrace the responsibility and trust the Lord to give us the wisdom, the strength, the ingenuity, the insight, the clarity. To fulfill all that he's called us to do. Amen. Woo, glory to God. Great things are in store for you. But don't let your fears cause you to shrink back or draw back. Step up. Step in. To your future. With faith and confidence. That God is able to do what I cannot do in and of myself. Amen. And then. There we we should be saying all the time, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And then there's the fear of relationships. I won't ask for a show of hands, but I know that many of you in the auditorium today, and many of you watching online, and many of you watching in the future, have experienced rough waters in relationships. Sometimes people get burnt. Sometimes people then become afraid to develop new relationships based on past poor relationships. So, those are fears that will not cause you to move forward, but cause you to shrink in fear. God has wonderful and great relationships for you in your future. And I'm not just talking about a mate, it could be a mate. But I'm talking about friends. And I'm talking about supernatural, come on somebody, divine connections that God has out there for you in your future. But if you're afraid to step out, then you'll remain the same. I'm saying to you today by the Holy Ghost, do not step back, step up and step out and step in to your bright future. Glory to God. He's got some good relationships out there for you. And then, there are people that shrink back in fear when it comes to the infilling of the Holy Spirit. You know, a lot of people don't receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit because they think they might get a wrong spirit. They think that, well, I don't know about all this jibber-jabber. It ain't jibber-jabber. It's pinging in tongues and it's speaking to a supernatural God supernaturally. So you need, some of you need to get out of the boat, amen, and step into the water of the infilling of the Holy Spirit and know that He's not going to give you a serpent. He's not going to give you a stone. He's going to give you the third person of the Godhead and fill you with all the fullness of God. And the choir said, amen. amen. So let us not draw back in fear. But let us move forward, and instead of shrinking, let us expand in faith. Expand in faith. And if we're going to expand in faith, we need to leave room for Him to do what He wants to do in and through you. Amen. Somebody say more. 2024. The year for more. So, it requires then, on my part, and all of our part, really to stir ourselves up. Yes. And not, do you know that your brain is not wired for change? But thank God you are not a brain. Now, thank God you have brains. Amen. Brains are, as muy importante, right? Very important. But we are not a brain. We are spirit beings created in the image and likeness of our maker. Glory to God. And he has wired your soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions with your inner man, with your spirit man. Amen. And so, to follow Him, we must follow the inner leadings that He gives into our spirit man and align our soul with that, praise the Lord. And we are thanking God for that. Amen? So, why is it important to stir ourselves up and to move forward in faith? I'll tell you why. Because faith overcomes the world. Faith moves mountains. Faith removes obstacles that stand in our way. Faith quenches fiery darts. Come on, somebody. Faith kills giants, causes walls to fall, splits red seas, stills the storms of life, overcomes the world, and faith receives answers to our prayers. It's so vital and so important. Amen? I heard this from George Pearsons. I love this. He has a series called Bulldog Faith. And to have bulldog faith, you got to be aggressive. And he said this about faith. You know, God was having a, a halftime talk with Brother George about some things that were going on in his life. And one of the things the Spirit of the Lord spoke to him was this. Faith that he has given you is forward. It is directed and it is energetic this faith that God has given you is never passive it's never retreating or never moving backwards but this faith that we get in and we stay in so that we can progress and move forward this faith, this God kind of faith is always reaching to obtain a specific target or a specific goal So stay in faith, stay in the word, feed your faith, speak the word, meditate in the word of God. There are great success, great success comes to those who will meditate in God's word. Now Joshua experienced that, did he not? In Joshua chapter one and verse eight, he said, this book of the law Shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein, how often? Day and night. Now notice that word meditate. That word meditate, according to Rotterham's translation, means this. Thou shalt talk to thyself. In other words, you shall find in God's word scriptures, and then you will talk them to yourself. You shall remind them to yourself. You shall cogitate. You shall think upon. You shall dwell upon. You shall apply what you're seeing in this word by speaking it to yourself. Amen. So it says that it goes on to say, not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. Read the rest with me. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Is that moving forward? In other words, success comes as you meditate in the Word. Your success will be seen. Your success will be something that people take notice of. Amen? Now, thank God for success. And all of our success is because of him. But when you succeed in life, when you progress in life, when you profit in life, it shall be noted and it shall be seen. Amen. Who's going to see it? Your relatives are going to see it for one. People on the job are going to see it for another. People all around you will notice that there's just something different about you. When the world is all hung over on Tuesday after New Year's Day, you'll just bounce into work with a step in your, with a pep in your step, with a smile on your face. Why? Because you've been living in the glory. You've been basking in the presence of God. You've been with Jesus. And you cannot be with Jesus and leave Jesus all sad and bummed out with doom and gloom. Amen. Now notice what Paul, he is talking to young Timothy, who is one of the ones that he had mentored. He's like a spiritual father to young Timothy. And the Holy Spirit has been speaking words over Timothy. And Paul is reminding him what he needs to do with what he has heard. And there's a spiritual truth that we glean from this as well. How many of you have had words of God spoken over you? How many have looked into the perfect law of liberty and it sets you free? Well, we need to remind ourselves of these exceeding great and precious promises. Otherwise, they'll slip, right? So Paul is reminding Timothy, and I want you to notice this in three translations. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 15, it says, Meditate upon these things and give yourself wholly to them that thy profiting your success... May appear to all. Now the NIV says it this way. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them. So that everyone may see your progress. Amen. Amen. The Passion Translation says it like this. Make all of this your constant meditation. Everyone say "constant constant. Meditation. Remember night and day. Day and night. Your constant meditation. Amen. And make it real with your life so that everyone can see that you're not shrinking in fear, but you're moving forward in faith. Profit, progress, and moving forward are results In meditating on what God has said. Amen. So that's the way to move forward in 2024. Amen. Get in. Speak. Meditate. And then give action to what you are hearing. Amen. So we move forward by acting on the word. Everyone say this with me. Faith is active. Faith has movement, movement. and faith without works, works. it's it's dead. Amen. So if there's no action to our faith, our faith is null and lying dormant. One translation says it this way faith without corresponding actions is dead. It is dead. You know, Jesus said something to the Apostle Peter that I believe that fits right here. In Luke chapter 22 and verse 31, he said this to Simon Peter. He said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you that he may what? That he may sift you as wheat. Now the word sift there means to separate you. To break into pieces, to shake, to shatter, or to discourage. So Jesus was warning Peter that the enemy was going to come. And he was going to try to sift you and draw you away from your faith. And so this is a warning to Peter. But oh, thank God for the next verse. Look at your neighbor and say, thank God for the next verse. The next verse says it this. Amen. But I have prayed for you. You know, I'm glad Jesus is praying for us. I said, I'm glad Jesus is praying for us. Don't you know that he ever liveth to make intercession for you? He's seated at the right hand of the Father. And his will is not for us to be sifted as wheat. His will for us is to soar like eagles. Amen. Amen. But the only way that we're going to be able to soar like an eagle in 24 is by Him standing in His office as our high priest and praying for us. Amen? Amen. I thank God He prays for us. He prays for us on a sunny day. He prays for us on a cloudy day. He prays for us on a snowy day. He prays for us on a rainy day. Now, where He is, there's none of that. But where we are, there's plenty of that. That's why we need to cash in and rely on the great intercessor who's praying for us. Amen. So Paul, or, 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 yeah, um, Jesus is warning uh, Peter, and he's saying the enemy's coming. He walks about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's coming to sift you as wheat, <clears throat> but he said, but I have done what? I have prayed for you. That your faith doesn't fail. You Thank you. Now, does faith fail? Yes. Faith does not fail. We fail. Yeah, when we fail, to use it and to exercise it. Yeah. Now, here's a revelation for you. When he said, I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. The word fail literally means I'm praying that your faith would not be reduced to inactivity. That your faith would not be reduced. In other words, you wouldn't shrink back when the test comes and your faith become inactive. So what Jesus is saying, the things that will cause you to overcome the enemy when he comes to sift you as wheat, to be active and alive in your faith. Amen. And so we must then not allow our faith in 2024 to be reduced to inactivity. I want to encourage you today, find something to use your faith on. Now, for certain, we're not all at the same place in faith. How many of you know there's different levels of faith? And a person that's at a higher level of faith doesn't mean that he's any better than a person that is not at the same level. We do not want to get caught in the trap of comparison. What we want to do is we want to thank God for those who have experienced time and time again victories in their faith. And let that inspire us. But let us not try to be where they're at when we're not where they're at. This is where we must be sober according to where we are in our walk of faith. So I'm encouraging this morning in 2024, find something to use your faith on. Amen. Amen. Don't try to believe God for a million dollars if you're you're still trying to believe God for a hundred. Well, brother so-and-so believed God for a million dollars, but that's brother so-and-so. Thank God for brother so-and-so. Rejoice with brother so-and-so. But don't try to be at the same level that brother so-and-so is at. Be sober about where you're at. And if you're at a hundred dollar faith, if you're at a thousand dollar faith, use your faith right where you are and get some victories right there. And then keep moving onward and forward and keep progressing with your faith and go from faith to faith and victory to victory. Amen. Glory to God. When well, somebody said, you know, we've got this big goal and, you know, there's been some major gifts. Every gift is major in God. So don't you get under a cloud of condemnation if your best seed is $10. I said, come on, somebody, help a preacher out today. If that's where you're at, that's where you're at. And if you will accept with where you're at and nurture where you're at and act on where you're at, you will not stay where you're at. God will see to it that your seed will be multiplied. God will see to it that your faith will grow exceedingly, day by day, year by year, decade after decade. We are those who not draw back and shrink in fear. We are those that believe God to the saving of the soul. Amen. So don't allow your faith to be inactive. So he says, well, you know what? There's something going on in my body physically. I'm standing against migraine headaches. Use your faith on that. Get your faith on that. Somebody says, yeah, but they've got me on medication for that. That's all right. Every time you take your medication, you say, by his stripes, I am the healed. I'm healed from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Amen. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm not moved by any of those things, but I am moved by the word of God. Amen. Yes. Start where you're at. And if you start where you're at, thank God you will not stay where you're at. Is that okay today? So we must not then allow our faith to be reduced to inactivity. And there are times where I've got to stir myself up in faith. Because it seems like the pressure comes here and comes there and comes from everywhere. And sometimes I'm sitting in my chair at home going, (laughs) you know, your mind just kind of goes tilt. But then I've got to come back to the Word of God and say, now mind you come back here in the name of Jesus and you set your affection on things above. Don't be moved by this. Don't be moved by that. Don't take the care of this or that. Cast your care upon me and start calling those things at beva as though they were. Amen. Just as easily as you got out of faith, you can get back in faith. Somebody says, how do you know that? Well, I've been there. I'm not up here to tell you I'm perfect. I'm not up here to tell you I'm sort of, some sort of faith giant. But I know who is the faith giant. Yeah. He's the author and the finisher of my faith. And he will never, ever leave you. He will never forsake you. Amen. Amen. So be sober and don't allow your faith to be reduced to inactivity. Amen. The Bible says be a doer of God's word and you will be blessed in your doing." So that means we must not allow the pressures of life, the circumstances we face, the disappointments we have occurred, the discouragement that comes our way. We must not let our setbacks cause us to sit back. We need to get ready for a Holy Ghost comeback. Amen. Rise up. Move forward. Declare right now, I am a doer. I am a doer. I'm a, doer of the word of God. I'm a doer of the Word of God. Now, closely connected with this, how many of you give me a few more minutes? Yes. All right. Praise the Lord. It's only 11.15, right? Yes. Praise the Lord. Give me a few more minutes. Yes. it will be worth your time. Yes. Now, really closely connected with this in moving forward in faith, there are some things that we just need to let go. We need to let go of some things. One of the things we all need to let go is weights, right? I'm not talking about these weights. We don't want to let go of those. We want to embrace those. But I'm talking about the weights of this world, the things that tether us to this natural world. Amen? Weights. And, of course, the sins which so easily beset us. We're to run with patience the race that is set before us. Amen? Amen? But one of the major things that we need to let go of in order to move forward, we need to let go of the past. I said, we need to go let go of the past. Now listen to this statement. Everything that God has for you is ahead of you. All he has in store for you is ahead of you. God said in Ephesians 2 verse 10, he says, Uh, For we are his own handiwork, his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, born anew that we should do those good works which God has before ordained from before the foundation of the world. Now notice this, taking paths which he has prepared ahead of time. That we should walk in them, living the good life which he what? Which he prearranged and he has made ready for you to live. Do you know that God has prepared some things for you? Yes. But are you prepared for what he's prepared for you? One thing that will disqualify us from being prepared for what he has prepared for us is holding on to past hurts, past grudges, past disappointments. The scripture says that we need to let those things go. See, God's got a path for you. In the Amplified Version of Proverbs 4, I believe it's verse 18. I want you to read this with me. Ready, read. But the path of the uncompromisingly just and righteous is like the light of dawn that shines more and more, brighter and clearer, until it reaches its full strength in the perfect day to be prepared. Amen. So what kind of path does God have for us? He's got a bright path. He's got a a shiny path. And so when we walk on his paths that he's prepared for us, we're going to move forward. We are going to progress. There are some things that lie ahead of us in his path that's got your name on it. I wish somebody could help a preacher out. Like Ed Dufresne used to say, I wish I had a friend in here today. Now, I'm going to say it one more time. Amen. Come on, folks, get excited. There are things that lie ahead of you on his path that has your name on it. It's got your name on it. Hallelujah. He's got goodness stored up for you. To tap into those things, we got to move forward. How many of you remember the children of Israel? How that they were in Egyptian bondage for year after year after year. The taskmasters absolutely abused them. They were so burnt out. And they were so ready for a move out of Egypt toward the promised land. And God raised up a prophet by the name of Moses. And Moses came down and said to Pharaoh, let my people go. And Pharaoh was stiff-necked and Pharaoh was hard-hearted. And he said, I will not let your people go. So Moses said, okay there, big boy. Get prepared for this plague and that plague and this plague and that plague. And all those plagues came. And one day Moses came back and said, will you now let my people go? And Pharaoh said, I'll let them go tomorrow and that's when there was a plague of frogs so what pharaoh was saying just give me one more night with the frogs but then the final plague came and the children of israel were sent out of egypt with silver and gold and the bible says he brought them forth come on somebody he's bringing you forth He brought them forth with silver and gold, and there was not one feeble among their tribe. Think about that. Great Grammy and great grandfather were there, and they were heading, hallelujah, toward the promised land. Can't you just see them strutting, glory to God, bye-bye Egypt, hello, promised land, I'm on my way. I'm done with my past. I'm moving forward now into my bright future. Bye-bye Pharaoh, bye-bye Egypt. It's a new day, it's a new season for us. Whoo! Glory to, glory to God! And so they're at the Red Sea, and Moses is a little bit confused as what to do. But God spoke a word to Moses in Exodus fourteen fifteen, and the Lord said to Moses, "Wherefore do you cry, thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward." And I'm speaking unto the children of Heart of the Bay. Go forward. Move forward. Leave Egypt. Promised Land. Hallelujah is in store for you. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm moving forward. Look at your other neighbor and say, I'm moving forward, forward, forward. Everything was out ahead for them. And great things are out there ahead for you. But in order to do that, we've got to leave the past and head to our now. Head to our future. Paul speaking to the church at Philippi said this, and this is from the Passion Translation. I want you to read it with me if you would. Ready, read. I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I am pursuing. Can you admit that? but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Praise God. Let's continue to read. Verse 13. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish. Aren't you glad? However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. Amen. Woo, glory to God. Fasten your heart to the bright future ahead. Verse 14, let's read it together. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, glory to God. Are you encouraged this morning? Are you encouraged to stay in faith? Are you encouraged to let go so you can go up? Here's what Isaiah said. Isaiah chapter 43. Look at this verse of scripture. He said, forget the former things. Come on. Stop rehearsing them. Stop talking about them. Stop licking your wounds. Amen? Amen. The balm of Gilead is available to be poured into your wounds. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Verse 19. See. See it. Perceive it. I'm doing a new thing. And now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Read the rest with me. I am making a way in the wilderness. We need to say that again. He is making a way in the wilderness and streams in the way. Can God furnish a table for you in the wilderness? I'll go you one better. Has not He prepared a table before you? Right here, right now, in the presence of your enemies. Ooh, hallelujah. I'm telling you, it's getting good in this house this morning. Forget. The Hebrew word means, do not focus on or speak about. Do not recognize. Do not look at it. Look the other direction. So my word to you on this last Sunday of 2023 is forget the past and let God do something new this year you will not move forward doing the same things that you did last year stay in faith let go of the past so that you can move forward forward march Glory to God. Say it again. Forward. Forward. March. (laughs) One of my mentors for many, many, many years, every time I would talk to him on the phone, he would say, keep marching. What does that mean? Just keep moving. Keep going forward. Amen. Let's all stand to our feet. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Go ahead and pray with me just a moment. Ah, thank you, Lord. Know this, that I am your healer. Glory to God. I will heal thee of all of thy wounds. Amen. And I will restore unto thee the joy of your salvation. And I will restore unto you the joy of living. Oh, glory to God. We come against those things that have come against us in days past. And in Jesus' name, we speak the word of the Lord over our lives. And we declare in our hearts that in 2024, we will progress And we will move forward. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Raise a hand toward the Lord and say, I am am. and I will will. move up, move on, move move in, in. and move forward forward. into all that the great creator has planned for me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, oh, honeys, come on up here and we'll give an altar call. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. <laughs>
1: you know, this one scripture comes to me, and I'm sure you maybe share it later, but Jeremiah, what is that, Twenty nine, eleven. Yeah. I know the plans I, know. I have for you. Yes. Plans. To do good, not to harm you. That's right. I might not have quoted exactly right, but the next verse says how we discovered those plans. It says, call unto me. Call unto me. Seek me. When you yes. call unto me, you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. So right now at the beginning of the year, yeah. everybody's making these New Year's resolutions and all of these things. Whether you do that or not, that's up to you. Most people don't keep them, but we're not going there. But <laughs> if you want to know God's plans, which are good, yeah. it's important for us to spend some time yeah. seeking Him. That's right. Seek the Lord about what He wants you to yeah. do this year, where He wants you to maybe change mm-hmm. your job or things that He was talking about yeah. your job. But it's time to seek the Lord with that expectation. He's got good things. Yes,
0: and that lines good up. That you. lines up with Matthew six verse thirty-three, yes, doesn't it? Yes, does. it does. The best resolution you can make is Matthew six thirty-three. That's true. That should be our heart's desire. Yes. I'm going to seek first. The kingdom of God.
1: Yes, amen.
0: Amen. And as I do, and as you do, all these things are going to be added to us. Amen. As you seek Him, He'll show you some great and mighty things. Amen. Amen.